Welcome to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. Hyphenation. I'm your dashing, daring, debonair, debutante. <laughs> debutante. Uh, deadly. Uh, I can't think of any other D words. Host Kellen Conlon. And I'm not deadly. And I'm not a debutante. I don't think. Dorky. Dorky could work. Yeah, Dorky could work. Beautiful morning. Beautiful morning here in Morgantown. Morgantown weather report 66 degrees. Partly cloudy. 20 to 10% chance of precipitation later today. But it should be another great fake summer day here in Montegalia County, West Virginia. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's Coffee. It's only a dollar. Get you some, bitch. Also brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group. A Morgantown, West Virginia-based podcast collective bringing great podcasts to the people. And Mark Robb, written by my semi-regular co-host, Marcus Show Mad Love Robinson. The M-A-R-C-R-O-B.wordpress.com. That's the Mark Robb.wordpress.com for all his great material. Material. Materials. All his great written word can be found there. I want to send a special shout out to Rembert Brown who got married this past weekend. If you don't know who Rembert is, I discovered Rembert when he worked for Grantland, one of the greatest, if not the greatest website in the history of my life. And Rembert would just... <laughs> Rembert was literally the kid on the staff. Okay? So you had this fresh-faced 20-year-old who left NYU, don't quote me, left school, maybe he's in graduate school at that point, to work for Bill Simmons in Grantland, and he used to write the wildest things, man. And But at the same time, he also wrote some poignant, I can't say poignant, poignant pieces. He uh, went on Air Force One with Barack Obama, who, who is, of course, the approves this podcast by following me on Twitter. In case anybody's wondering, let me update y'all on that. Uh, he also uh, used to write something about Rembert Explains. Uh, it was kind of like a riff off Clarissa Explains It All, Rembert Explains It All, where he would go through old videos and trash them and pit and find all the hilarious stuff. My favorite thing he did, though, was Rembert Brown Takes on America or something, where Grantland literally sent him one summer on a road trip all across America. And I love reading that whole trip, but my favorite piece is the one about called Burning Man Forever, literally where Rembrandt went to Burning Man, and it has since made it has started the fire within me to go be out in the desert and be dirty for seven days, however long Burning Man is. Angel would never go for it, but you never know. I think the main reason would be is that. I don't think the nudity would bother her, but I don't think she would want to get into some crazy wild stuff. But I don't know. I got to bring up Burning Man to her. 
Congratulations to my guy. He got married. I told Marcus I felt like a proud parent because Rembert is obviously younger than both of us. And, you know, Rembert's always, I, I don't know, man. For some reason, <clears throat> Rembert's always been this, uh, excuse me, blurred icon uh, to, to me at least. Uh, nerdy kid from Atlanta, Georgia. Loves the Falcons and is into all kinds of nerdy things as well. And then being able to be a part of what was ultimately one of the greatest website experiments of all time in Grandland, covering sports and pop culture and, and a little bit of politics, which has evolved into The Ringer and what that, that platform is today. And then seeing him, he had a job at the New York Times, I believe. He works for Twitter now. <laughs> so, yeah. Your, your man, Rembert, is doing big things. And seeing... seeing uh, Picks from his uh, wedding this past weekend. It, it just really made my made my heart smile, man. So congratulations to Rembert Brown. Once again, shout out to Isla Pals 100th episode. Playing now, wherever podcasts are podcasted. Starring Kit Kat, Shinetti, Everyday Rogue, and your boy, Handsome Bane. Ask Isla Pal number two. It's a very good episode. Recommend it to all of y'all. Go cop that. It's out. So, I got about eh, 14 minutes here. Because, see, what happened was, I was like, all right, well, I don't go to work till 8.50. So, I always try to go to work with about eight minutes. Like, I'm literally right up the hill from work. So I try to go to work with about eight minutes before I got clock in. It normally gives me time to get down the hill and park and go inside and bring up my computer and then I clock in on time. So my plan this morning was, I asked Lee, I was like, hey, uh, do you want to go to Morning Adventures, which is her before school program? Do you want to do that before? Do you want to get there a little later, like around eight or so and only have a little bit of time there? Or would you rather get there earlier? I want to get there earlier. Okay, cool. So, thusly, that was the plan. Well, first mistake was I took longer on her hair than I should have. I tried to do something that I normally don't do, and it didn't look right, so I had to redo it. But then, the five-year-old in her infinite wisdom, infinite wisdom, hits me with, I don't want to wear these shoes because I get mulch in my shoes when I'm out on the playground. So the search for the other shoes began, and so she got there before 8 o'clock, but it was closer to 8 o'clock. So she really, she's getting ready to go to class now. She really didn't have that much time, and I didn't have as much time as I wanted to, to sit down and record with y'all, because I have earlier late shifts this week, so it's kind of hard for me to, you know, put, put everything together to sit down and record the pod. So this is this is going to be pieced together, I'm going to tell y'all now. And I, I wasted a few minutes eating my McDonald's big breakfast. Yeah, I know there's carbs in it, but um, hovering around 224 right now. I actually drank about 100 ounces of water yesterday, which is insane. Um, I was actually 228 uh, uh, yesterday morning. And then yesterday, with minimum carbs, like only, literally the only thing I had yesterday... Well, no, it's not literally. I had three Tim Bits, which is like donut holes. And then I had some ice cream and a brownie last night. But the rest of the day, I, I didn't eat any other 
uh, carbs. Uh, Jolly Ranchers aren't carb. <laughs> Keep telling yourself, Kellen. But this morning I weighed myself and I'm back down to 224. I was at 222 when I went to the doctor on Friday. And everybody's like, oh my God, you put on eight pounds over the weekend. I don't know if my house accurate my scale is. <laughs> um, we It's only like less than a year old, but I don't know how accurate that damn thing is. So, it is what it is. But yeah, your boy is, is trying his best to uh, eat, eat better, you know. Drink more water. Keep the coffee to a minimum. So, that big breakfast, man. The best thing about a big breakfast from McDonald's. And this is hilarious because I have an episode way back in the archives, somewhere in the teens, where I was complaining about McDonald's. But I think I was complaining about... I wouldn't complain about breakfast. I hope not. I might have to go back and listen to it. But my my main go-to for breakfast from McDonald's is the big breakfast. Without the hot cakes or anything. Because if you get the big, big breakfast, you get your sausage you get an egg and it's not like an egg that they put normally put on sandwiches it's literally like a, a, a I don't know they, they just make it a little different or they warm it up a little different who knows um, you get a biscuit they normally give you butter or jelly and then the move is you take the sausage and the egg and you put it on the biscuit and then you put the butter on and the jelly I don't know if this is a bad Bill Cosby and then you put it all together and you made yourself your own sandwich and it's way better than the normal sausage egg biscuit or even the uh, bacon egg and cheese biscuit in my opinion and I, I don't know I, I feel like the biscuits they use for the sandwiches are different than the biscuits they use for um the big breath. So that, that's my move. And they give you a hash brown. Uh, so I, I thought like <laughs> the low carb version of that would have been me pitching the pis- the biscuit in the hash brown, which I have done before. But man, that's I wish I could just roll up McDonald's and be like, yo, let me get a sausage patty and one of those eggs on the big breakfast. Keep hold can I get a big breakfast? Hold the hold the hash brown and the biscuit. They probably would too. And then charge me like a dollar less. Hey, McDonald's. I know y'all listening. Low carb option. Just throw that egg and sausage or egg and bacon on that platter and charge like. I'd pay $2.25 for that. It should be cheaper than that for what y'all give us, but y'all got to make your money. <laughs> so it is what it is. Okay. Let's talk a little sports. Woo! And by sports, I mean the Browns won last night. So the Browns are now 1-1. One and one. I probably will not be appearing on Browns Under Blood this week. Simply because um, I'm a lazy bastard. No. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was on the first three episodes. What do y'all want from me? Y'all want Anthony and E, man. I, I, I'm, I'm the moderator, but I ain't got to be here every week. So, Anthony and E should be getting together to talk about the, 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 the Browns' victory over the New York Football Jets last night. I guess that would be New York Football Giants. Over the New York Jets last night, Odell Beckham's return to the Meadowlands. He's going to touchdown. Smack my leg again. <laughs> God. Award-winning audio, ladies and gentlemen. 
And uh, Raiders lost. That was expected. Patrick Mahomes apparently just destroyed us for the whole second quarter. Because I went out to Mo, it was 3 nothing, And I came back in, and it was like 28-10. And that was like the final score. E won in FanDuel this week. I think I finished fourth, which is fine. Who cares? Lost two bucks. The sun rises and the sun will go down. This is all facts of life. Still happy my choice not to play fantasy football. I actually did something. Um, well, I didn't. I didn't do anything phenomenal by any means, but I did actually uh, watch less football this weekend because I was watching Red Zone there for a little bit, and then Aaliyah then decided she wasn't going to take a nap on Sunday because she's five, and these things happen where they don't take naps, and I'm okay with that. But she seemed very tired, so we were like, "Go take a nap," and she tried. And by try, I mean made noise for like an hour and a half <laughs> she got up I was like you can watch whatever you watch and then that was it for me I didn't, I didn't watch any Monday Night Football um cause plans fell through um well what even plans fell through I, I was trying to set it up so that Weederspiel and, and E and Anthony go watch the game together now it's gonna be like ah I can't make it <laughs> I'm tired cause your boy your boy watched uh Clash of Champions on Sunday with Anthony and Gary and Little E, E.G., of Catch the Show fame and Underground Monster fame. And Xavier, who you don't know, but is a super dope uh, keyboardist, ki- piano player, who's in multiple bands around the area. And just an all-around good dude, man. Ace of Keys on Instagram. Check him out. And he's a great producer in his own right. So shout out to my, my man Xavier for coming through. Um, but yeah, I didn't watch a whole crap ton of football. I was watching Heroes last night, and I mean, I was watching Class Champion Sunday night, and the Angels doing homework last night, so you know what your boy was doing. <laughs> I was patrolling them New York streets, son. Finished my new game plus run of uh, Spider-Man, so now's the fun part, because like the first time I played Spider-Man, and yes, I'm literally just trying to pad this run time before I get to this first topic. So this is the potpourri section of the pot. What, 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 the first time I did it, I played Spider-Man, but when I first got it um, after for Christmas, the way I played it was literally like, get everything, get everything. And so I think before I even got to like the very last missions, oh, I think spoilers, and the game's been out a year. Sorry. I think even before the city goes nuts and you have prisoners and and sable agents and everybody coming for you in the city and targeting you as you swing through the city like a normal web slinger does. Even before all hell breaks loose when the raft, uh, when Dr. Octopus breaks out, Scorpion, Rhino, uh, Vulture, Electro, and Mr. Negative. For all that shit happens. Um, I had gotten all the backpacks, and there's like a hundred of those, I think, maybe. I'd gotten pictures of all the landmarks. I'd done all the Taskmaster challenges. I had done all the research stations. I had done all of uh, the Black Cat challenges, the Pigeon challenges, the side missions. I think all of that stuff was done, because I don't think any of the... I think... I don't think any side missions open up after the city all hell breaks loose. So I did all that, and then I did the final game. And then the only thing I had left 
was the secret photo locations, which I think there's 50 of those. So what I'm going to do now, oh, and then I did the DLCs and stuff and so on and so forth. I took out everything and, you know, just got, got through each one. What I'm going to do, I've done in this run, is I was I focused more on the actual story and just kind of did things as I ran into them, like the black cats and the pigeons. I haven't touched the research station. I did some of the Taskmaster stuff. Um, the the bases, like the fist bases, the demon bases, and the prisoner bases. Um, my first run, I took all those out as soon as possible. Um, now, I mean, it, it's not that impossible to take them all out before you go. Uh, fight Dr. Octopus for that final battle, but um, I think I had some left over my first run. Now I'm kind of going back and cleaning up all those messes. So last night I literally was just, this is why I love this game so much. I was just taking photos, and then I was uh, collecting backpacks, doing a couple task match, uh, Taskmaster challenges, uh, collecting those challenge tokens, because I'm still trying to get all the damn suits unlocked. Because my dumbass was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go back to my first game, and then I'll collect all these challenge tokens from these combat challenges, and I'll unlock suits. Well, the suits don't carry over to your, your second save file, you dumbass. So I have a save file that has, like, every suit except for one, and then the save file I'm in now, which is my new game plus, has, like, all the suits except for three, which the funny thing is, I or maybe two now, I've unlocked all the other suits in the other play, but they don't carry over. It's very frustrating. Anyway... <laughs> like y'all care so now the fun part is I get to go through and take pictures and collect backpacks and listen to J. Jonah rant and then there's still some random uh, demon crimes or thug crimes or fist crimes or um, sable crimes or prisoner crimes that I get to run around and stop uh, to complete the districts I got side missions I got research stations. I got like one pigeon left. I finished the black cat stuff. Got finished Taskmaster. So I can, I'm literally, and then I, I still have the photo locations, which I might come back to later on that. Uh, so I still have one, like, I, I still have at least an hour to hour and a half of just gameplay sitting there waiting for me just on there. And then the plan is to go back to DLC and my new game plus, and this time I'm going to do the DLC backwards. So the first time you do it is the Black Cat um, DLC. The second time is the, uh, uh, I think that's kind of like the Crime War thing. And then the last time is like when you take out Hammerhead. So I'm going to do the Hammerhead one, the, ro the Cyborg Hammerhead DLC first. And I'll just work backwards and clear all those out and get all those done. And then I guess the last thing I need to do is do another new game plus and this new game plus i'm determined to go in with all my suits and all my gadgets and i i'm trying to get all these benchmarks these benchmarks are such fucking pain because each one has three levels and some of these man you just like the 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 whatever they call it when you like jump off the roof and you get that boost you gotta do like five thousand of them joints and it's exhausting man it, uh, it it's not easy to just consistently do that um so i'm trying to do that and there's still all kinds of benchmarks I'm still trying to clear, so I'm trying to do that. But then ultimately the plan is to come back, do another new game plus on the hardest difficulty, and watch myself get my ass whipped. And I'm just, my only goal on that one is to literally finish the fucking game. I don't care about any of the other side shit. Just finish the damn game. <laughs> Good luck, right? So... I don't know if y'all noticed, but normally around the 10-minute mark or so, I've been in, uh, throwing a 
throwing a uh, topic or an ad in there. I did want to say real quick, Marcus pointed this out to me during the 9-11 episode, episode 115. I did throw a catch the show ad in the middle of the pod, um, which has been changed now, not because of this, but it was probably a little tasteless to be talking about such a tragedy and then hear a toilet flush. At least that's how Marcus put it. So I do apologize for that error on my part. Um, probably should have been something that I thought about a little bit better. Um, so if anybody else was uh, taken off guard or taken aback by that, my apologies. But I'm going to insert the first ad here. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about something. I have an idea, but I'm I'm just going to say something for now. And I'll be right back with y'all. Chill. You know what it is. How does one go to break? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I like making things awkward. Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, SB the Ghost. I want to shout out Kellen hyphen Conley and his podcast, Hyphen Nation, which just had his 100th episode, Hip Hop Manifesto and the Hyphen Podcast Group. I want to say congratulations. Love is love. From SB the Ghost, LOX D Block. Keep doing what you're doing. And shout out to Shivery because he cared about y'all and love y'all. Salute. Ghost told you so. Welcome back to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast, Hyphenation. Okay. So a couple things. A couple things I want to talk about here. I guess you could say next topic. As soon as these cars get moving, so I can actually pull out too. I don't know if y'all remember, but way, way, way again, back in the teens, there was an episode called When Jessica Met Wade. And that was all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. My idea to have a fan fiction series that was going to be originally on my Marvel fan fiction site. It was my idea to do this series um, it was going to be called uh, Aliens Investigations, and it was Jessica Jones moves to Seattle, and she meets up with Deadpool, and they become an unlikely dynamic duo, <clears throat> excuse me, who team up to take on crime in both their individual strong-willed manners. It didn't happen in Marvel Anthology. So what I decided I was going to do, I was like, all right, well, cool, I'll, um, I, I tried to do it over at Marvel 2000, and I got approved, and I just never could find time to write it. So eventually, shortly after this podcast started, I kind of talked through the whole first issue, and and uh, did that, and that's the episode called When Jessica Met Wade. Uh, somewhere in the 40s, I believe it's episode 40, Late to the Party, I did the second issue of that. It was along with my Stranger Things 2 recap. So now, as I live and breathe, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you when Jessica and Wade, when Jessica met Wade, part three, or is it when Wade met Jessica? I don't know. Alias Investigations, issue three, Deadpool slash Alias, Alias slash Deadpool, Jessica Jones slash Deadpool, Deadpool slash Jessica Jones, whatever you want to call it. 
we're going to get into this right now i'm going to describe what my synopsis because this is literally off of my brief synopsis that i wrote for issue number three i just looked it up not that long ago yes i'm parking there's a nice breeze and i'm going to leave my air on and then i'm going to try to move my microphone without actually ripping the battery out this time and i was successful so we're switching over to water now the scene begins on one of our heroes or some may say an anti-hero Deadpool aka Wade Wilson <sighs> what's Wade doing Wade is just kind of chilling Jessica's not around the office. Of course, if you followed the last issue, you know that Deadpool managed to work her up some new business involving uh, her literally spying on cheating husbands, but it's money. Jessica's new to Seattle. Wade's new to Seattle, but it's some kind of income after everything fell through with with um, them accidentally uncovering a drug smuggling and a gun smuggling ring in Seattle. <laughs> So, Wade's chilling. So, it, let's just say it's a Saturday, man. It's a, it's a beautiful Saturday in Seattle. It's not raining for once. What's Wade doing in Seattle? He's watching Fraser reruns. Of course, having a having a delicious chimichanga. Microwave chimichanga. It might be his fourth one. Chilling, relaxing. Shooting some b-ball outside the school. And his boxers, of course, on the couch. Well, his phone rings. And it's a private number. Now, not everybody has Deadpool's number, but normally when somebody's calling Deadpool, it's somebody that he knows. It's not like his number is public information. I mean, there was that one time that he had his website up and uh, his number was pretty available, but he just got sick of uh, teenagers calling him all the time and be like, hey, is this Deadpool? <laughs> and then hanging up. So, blocked private number calling. Eh, wait, ta-da. What the hell? I'm going to pick it up, see what's up. On the other end is a gravelly voice of an older gentleman. We don't know who this gentleman is, but Wade Wilson recognizes his voice. It's a voice from his past, but he can't quite remember his name. Maybe from some time that he spent in Virginia. I don't know. Something like that. And the voice says, Deadpool? It's like, you're talking to him. Right back at you, something clever. And the dude's like, got a job for you. Wade immediately perks up. What kind of job? Because he doesn't know if it's a analyst investigation shop job, because obviously him and Jessica have partnered up a little bit. Um, or if it is a true hitman job you know a job that actually pay him some money which he does not have a lot of scrizzats right now he's literally eating dollar store chimichangas frozen chimichangas at that he'd like to be able to afford some nice chimichangas so guys like we got a got a guy he's in canada canada he's in canada i want you to go get him well he's like uh well I will go get him. 
Say no more, fam. How much we talking? And they say, oh, the details will be in a, you'll be a, here, her, here are essentially directions. You'll find a vehicle in the trunk. We'll have all the details about your target and who it is you're trying to stop or catch. Okay. Wade's like, cool. Um, how long I got? And like, you, if you can leave as soon as possible, be great. Wade's literally hasn't done anything since the whole drug smuggling thing. Just kind of kept a low profile, like Jessica asked. <clears throat> but he wants, he's about that action, about that life. So off goes Wade Wilson into the wild blue yonder. Hangs up the phone, obviously. Leaves Jessica a note. He's that nice. He's like, hey, got a job. We'll be back in town in a couple days or so. Leaves. Heads out. So a few hours pass, and we see Jessica re-entering the same uh, apartment slash... Um, oh, wait. I'm trying to think. Because she has the Alias Investigations business. But then does she live at her... Or does she have a separate apartment? No, I, I think she made a... No, no okay. All right, my bad. So, so I don't know if I established this before, but... Wade is staying at Jessica's right now, but it's separate from the office. It, I don't know what I said before. It's been literally two years since I did this. So let's just say Wade and Jessica, Wade is crashing at her place, her apartment, and then they have a small office space that houses the Alice Investigations. So Wade was at the apartment, Wade lays her note. So we see Wade go out the door. A couple hours later, back comes in Jessica Jones, tired, bottle of Jack in her hand <sighs> throwing down a, a, a roll of a, a roll a pack of developed photos of yet another cheating spouse feels like this is all she's been doing lately but it is paying the bills for now so she really can't complain too much she walks over to the freezer Picks up a cup that's sitting next to the refrigerator. Opens the freezer, puts some cubes in her cup. And proceeds to pour a generous amount of Jack. But, you know, not obscenely. She she just wants to have a drink. She She's not in that I want to get fucked up phase, you know. Walks over to her dad, to um TV on the couch. Do, doesn't even think too much about where Deadpool is. Because, I mean... F- since everything happened the last time, things have been cool. He's been listening. He's been staying out of his public eye, you know. And she's been sticking to the hustle of uh, of these cheating spouse cases that she keeps getting. Uh, so she's not too worried about him. First time she could say that since she's met him. Looks down and sure enough, on piece of paper. Heading out of town for a few days. Heading out, had, had Got a job. Head out of town for a few days. Be back, you know, what I just said. So Jessica's like, what kind of job does Deadpool got? Obviously, he's a mercenary, highlighted letters, bold face, with a mouth. Merc with a mouth. So instantly, Jessica's like, oh shit, he about to go kill somebody. Because the whole arrangement they have was, look, 
I'll if you want um I will help you I will let you help me with the um with Genalius investigations up here in Seattle. I will um give you some room and board. And one thing is I mean I don't want you out here doing Deadpool shit, you know? Let let's let's keep it to a minimum. And as much as he's can, Deadpool's been doing pretty well. But a job means he's literally headed to kill somebody. Now, Lord knows Jessica's moral compass is fucked up. But she still doesn't want him going killing random dudes for some random people. And getting all caught up in that life and then bringing that crashing down on her head here in this investigation. So she has two quick thoughts. It's like, I just let him do it and we deal with the fallout. I could three quick thoughts. She could like, I could even cut ties with the dude and be like, look, he kind of broke my one rule. I don't want any of that smoke here at Alice Investigations. You gotta go. Or, you know, she could do that whole hero thing that she absolutely hates and go try to stop him. So, She uh, finishes her drink, has a cigarette, picks up her cell phone, and calls her client back. And like, hey, I've had something come up. I have your photos. Um, I will bring them to you, but then I got to go out of town. So Jessica decides she's going after Wade Wilson in Canada. Jessica and Wade's excellent Canadian adventure. All right. Leaves a voicemail. Hey, it's Jessica Jones. I'm out of town for a few days, but as soon as I get back, I'll get back to you. You know, things of that sort. Let's Carol know. It's like Carol's not worried. Carol never worries, though. Carol's Carol. So, we meet back up with the Merc with the Mouth. As he has, of course, easily used his, um image inducer image inducer to uh, cross Canadian border of course he had the proper documentation no problem so he's easily sliding into Canadian territory heading towards his vehicle and it's just, it's probably about 15-20 minutes away from where the vehicle is supposed to be where he gets his details for his job and phone starts ringing Jessica Jones Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Now, Wade is busy listening to Wilson Phillips. Who doesn't love a good uh, good verse, good version of Hold On it's for One More Day? Sometimes people want to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. I say it's good road trip music, okay? So Wade had been blasting his music, had, did not hook up the Bluetooth, because no one calls Wade Wilson. And it finally looks down, he's like, Jessica's calling. <sighs> so he he doesn't he doesn't think for a million years she come after him, but she probably wants to know what he's doing. He don't really feel like answering that. So, but he doesn't want her to worry. So hello. What the fuck you think you're doing? Well, hello to you too. What kind of job? cleaning job <laughs> a cleaning job like a housekeeping job 
Deadpool, like a, uh, I don't know, cleaning a pool de- uh, job kind of Deadpool. Um, I don't know, cleaning up there after some tenants. You, you know, what kind of cleaning up? Are, are you going to be washing dishes at a local burger joint for a while? What, what kind of job? Cleaning job. Oh, he's like, you know, I'm just gonna cut. Like, look, got offered some money to go uh, handle this job. They said they wanted me to capture this guy, so I'm gonna capture this guy. And Jessica's like, oh, capture. He's like, that. That's what they say. Go get this guy. Oh, now let's go get. Like, look, I don't know. I'm about to find out. But look, I, I, I totally got this. All the best. I will see you in a few days. She's like, I told you no killing. While and he's like, I know what you said, but we ain't in Seattle, baby. I'm going to go handle mine, and then I'll be back. Hangs up. Jessica keeps blowing him up. He ain't having it. He ain't picking up. Not it. Text message coming through. Answer your fucking phone. Nope. <laughs> so, Wade, Wade whips the ride up to the side of this black sedan. Nondescript. Looks a little beat up. Looks like he's been on the side of the road a couple days. Towel in the window. So Wade, being Deadpool, of course, pops the wind, uh, pops the lock car open, and the keys are up in the visor. You know, like they always. Every time we see it, everybody like, why would they keep the keys in the visor? That doesn't make any sense. So he's right; it really doesn't make any sense. Um, but he pops it and uh, walks back, pops the trunk, briefcase, pops it open, gold like like. Pulp Fiction, but it, it literally is just a light in the suitcase. Don't get it twisted. Your target, and I'm going to omit this just for the story. Kill him. Execute him. Bring proof of death. Or video of it on the 6 o'clock news would be even better. Big public figure. Okay, cool. So, Deadpool got a mercenary job. He has to go find this dude and take him out. He's located in Toronto. I don't know Canada geography, but let's just say, wait immediately, finds the nearest gas station, gases up, and proceeds. And of course, in the briefcase, there's Canadian dollars and all that stuff so that he's can uh, feed himself, make some moves, even gets a couple $2 chimichangas. So he's stepping up in the world at the gas station, and he's on his way to the T-Dot. Meanwhile, Jessica Jones, still trying to be discreet, has literally crossed the Canadian border. Not a problem for her either. But she has now rented a car. Except she's coming from the western side of Canada when she has to get to the eastern side of Canada. Okay. She's going to fly eventually, but you know, she's, she's just... I, I don't know the extent of her flying powers. I don't know if flying from Seattle to... Uh, Toronto is even a thing that she could do easily. I, I'm just going to have her drive. So she's literally bumping speed metal, crossing Canada to get to Toronto. 
knowing that Wade has a head start, but she's just looking for the right opportunity to literally fly the rest of the way, okay? So we fast forward. Deadpool arrives in Toronto. And so the first thing he needs to do is he needs he needs to get close to this guy. He, need, he needs to be real close because this isn't somebody easy. It's not a politician, but it's somebody who has, who's very well known and, you know, he has people around him. So Deadpool starts researching, gets on the Googler, podcast 101, starts looking. He's like, hmm. Starts looking at the looking at the guy's entourage who he's close with. That guy. So Deadpool seeks out this gentleman. He arrives at said gentleman's home. And said gentleman is not home. Turns out from Deadpool's research. He's actually out of town because he's working with another fairly famous star in the United States. So, shouldn't be hard for Wade to easily use the image inducer to be like, I'm this guy. Done. So, Wade has now taken on the persona of someone very close within the entourage. Let me just double check something real quick. Because I I can't... Because I'm thinking about a certain person. And I just want to make sure I... uh, I get his actual name close. Ah! (laughs) Let's call him... Tommaso. So he's producing. Shit. He's impersonating this guy named Tommaso, okay? So he has become Tommaso, and this guy is like literally a very close confidant of his target. So the next step for Deadpool is to find out where his target's at. Oh, and it just so happens. He's actually home. He's not traveling. What luck. Of course, why would you get sent to Canada to do a hit and the dude's like in Europe or in London, you know, that wouldn't really work out. So he's impersonating Tommaso. Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones. His phone has not stopped ringing. So he finally picks up again. He's like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, you got to stop right now. It's like, I'm literally, I don't know, a couple hours away from handling my, handling this and getting some, and getting paid and coming and getting out of here. It's like, you're not killing no one today. She's like, I am in, I am in a PT cruiser and I'm closing in on you. <laughs> Jessica and Wade's like why are you in a PT cruiser she's like cause that's what I, that's the only thing I had available what color is it 
It's olive green. <laughs> and I'm coming for you. I'm going to stop you. And, and she's like, if you do this, our relationship is done. Our friendship, our partnership, all that stuff. And Wade's like, you got to understand what I am. I'm a killer. This is what I do. I'm a fun-loving guy, but you know, that there's a, literally a target right there. And let me just get this check. Put a little money in daddy's pocket. Because when daddy has money, daddy don't have to be around so much. Stop calling yourself daddy, she said angrily. Look, Jess, I understand what you're, where you're coming from, but it's probably if this last time we talked, last time we talked. Okay? I got to go. Hangs up. She calls him back. This phone is no longer in service. And and literally, your way Deadpool's like, hey, um, I, I, can you just cancel my service? Like, I don't want to have this phone anymore. So. It's, it's easy as that. So that's what. So Wade literally shut off his phone, and then he uh, crushed that bitch. He ain't need it no more. So Wade is headed to the compound. People walking through the parking lot while I'm recording the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. What up, though? Wade is walking through the parking lot, headed into the business offices of said Target. He enters. Oh, hey, Tommaso, what's up? We thought you were in Miami. Oh, man, you, you know, um, Ronnie didn't need me down there as long as he thought, man. Like, we kind of knocked it out, and he, he told me I, I was good. He would get back up with me, so I, I'm home early. Oh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, um, Gargano, Johnny, let's just call him Johnny. Johnny's upstairs. I used Tommaso. So let's say Johnny, Johnny's upstairs. He, he, he's working on some things. Cool, let me go check him out. Stemple's like, can't believe it. Like, oh my God, like, this is one of the easiest jobs I've ever had. This image inducer is a freaking lifesaver. Can't believe this. So he rolls up in the, rolls up in the into the offices and of um, the upper floors. And let's just say now, this gentleman's located in a recording studio. That's right, the target is a recording artist. And in this studio, there's a couple people. No no bodyguards or nothing. I mean, there's some people outside. Security systems are on. But, I mean, Deadpool got the perfect cover. So, Tommaso rolls in. Deadpool rolls in. He's like, yo, what up? What up, Johnny? Johnny looks like, yo, what's up? What's good with you? I thought you was down there with with uh, Ronnie, man. And same thing. Like, y'all, he said, I was done, man. So we did a lot of good work in the past couple months. He said, he said uh, he was, that beat was good. And we get back to it. He just dropped his album. He had just dropped his book, you know, The Hurricanes Joint. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we good. All right, so... So I'm working on this joint that uh that uh you know uh Dick Grayson sent me. 
Oh, that shit's hot, man. Shit's hot. And this is when Tommaso notices somebody chilling in the studio. He don't recognize it's a female. So Tommaso's like, yo, Johnny. Who's that that you got in the booth with you? Because Deadpool's just trying to scope everything out. He don't want to kill everybody, but obviously it's not a problem. Yo, you're not going to believe who this is, Tommaso, said Johnny. This is Jessica Jones, man. She used to be a private investigator in New York, and she just moved to Seattle. She's here visiting Toronto, and, uh, yo, she's a big fan, man, so she's here to check me out. And, like, oh, so, and Deadpool's like, oh, so you just let anybody in. What you mean? I mean, she cute. She looks like 45. Of course, Jessica, I ain't no fucking 45. Nah, she cute, man. You know, we gonna keep these vibes going. It's a ting. Let me get back in this booth. So, uh, Johnny goes back in the booth. Johnny goes back in the booth. And, uh... Tommaso slides up next to Jessica, a.k.a. Deadpool, a.k.a. Wade Wilson. What the hell are you doing here? I told you, you ain't gonna kill him. How did you even know it was him? Well, there's a short list of people in Canada that want to be killed. Kawhi Leonard brought him a championship. They forgave Vince Carter. I don't know how they feel about Chris Bosh, but he had heart problems. So the only other person I could think of would be this guy, the sixth god himself, Trink. Yeah, yeah, so what? They sent me to kill Trink. Why are you trying to stop me? I love Trink's music. <laughs> but really, though, I told you you're not going to kill me for it. So, essentially, they're arguing. Trank is literally in the studio recording. He knows it's like, you know, he comes out the booth, like, hey, what's going on, man? Y'all, y'all acting so far gone out here. <laughs> Nothing's been the same since I went back in the booth. <laughs> it's my, oh man, no, nothing, man, nothing, fam. You know, you know, just just talking to this breezy, breezy. Who you call him, breezy? Trank's, oh, it remind me, see, breezy hit me up later. Is that earlier this afternoon, man? That record's still ringing off the charts, man. Good things, good vibes. Goes back in the booth. So, now, what does one do when you're Deadpool and uh, your target is literally the biggest rapper in the world, Trank, 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 a.k.a. Johnny Gargano, a.k.a. Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Drake, and you're impersonating 40 Noah Shabib, a.k.a. Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> and then your new business partner, Jessica Jones, has shown up to ruin your chances of murdering said target. Meanwhile, y'all are hanging out at, eh, let's say, August's very own studios. He's in the middle of trying to make another hit record. What 
does one do? How will Jessica stop Wade from killing the sixth god? Or the nine god, if we want to be like that. If we want to keep flowing with it being the opposite. On the other side, how does Wade Wilson figure out a way to kill Jessica? I mean, not kill Jessica. If he, I guess he would if he had to, but he doesn't want to. He likes Jessica. Him and Jessica's cool. But seriously, how does how does Deadpool get hit the job done when a superpowered human and one with an attitude problem is also sitting in the same booth with him trying to stop him from murdering. So how does he kill Trank and stop Jessica at the same time? And how's Jessica stop Deadpool from killing Trank? I'm going to leave it at there. I'm going to leave it at there. I'm going to leave it there to be picked up next time on Alias Investigation slash Deadpool slash Alias slash When Jessica Met Wade. And when we come back, we're going to figure out whether Trank survives his encounter with the Merc with the Mouth or if Jessica's able to save the day and then what that does to their relationship moving forward. You're welcome. Look, I don't have much time, all right? So let me just say something real quick. My name is EG, and I am the host of two shows that are part of the Hyphen Podcast Group. The first show is called Catch the Show. It's a show where I talk about music-related news and pop culture, upcoming tours that you may want to catch shows of, and I tell you about a show that I call it because it's the number one concert review podcast in the world, and I've reviewed shows from Beyonce to Kendrick Lamar to even the Backstreet Boys. So yeah, that's Catch the Show. The other show is called The Underground Monster. Slightly different kind of show, but still music-related. It's where I cover basically underground independent hip-hop, horrorcore, and the juggalo culture. So yeah, if you're interested in either one, go to hyphenpodcastgroup.com. And or go to your favorite podcast platform and just search for them and hit that subscribe button. Okay, got that? Cool. Now let's get you back to the show you were originally listening to. Now, you've been listening to Hyphen Nation, brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group, a Morgantown, West Virginia-based podcast collective, bringing great podcasts to the people hyphenpodcastgroup.com also brought to you by Mark Rob written by my semi-regular co-host Marcus Show and Mad Love Robinson the markrob.wordpress.com for all the great material that he be pushing out there if you want to listen to hyphenation you can do so on any of your favorite podcast listening platforms that could be Spotify Stitcher TuneIn um, Chartable is one Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Stitcher um, Radio Public Anchor, Powered by Anchor wherever podcasts are sold Hyphenation should be on there if you can't find Hyphenation or any of the other great shows on Hyphen Podcasts group let me know and I'll see what I can do about fixing that if you want to reach out to the show 
B-H-Y-P-H-E-N, B-H-Y-P-H-E-N at gmail.com. Uh, at B hyphen on Twitter. The B hyphen on Instagram and hyphen universe on Facebook. Or you can go through hyphen podcast group, hyphen podcast group at gmail.com, hyphen pod group on Twitter, hyphen podcast group on Facebook, or hyphen podcast group on Instagram. All those avenues. Just like that. Oh, man. What else is there to say? Um, oh, yeah. This is the part where I normally say the power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life, no matter what it may be. No matter what you have to do, you have to do you. Try to have genuine interactions with people. A genuine, nice, pleasant interaction with someone can go a long way. You never know what the next woman or man is going through. You may save someone's life or someone else's life. You just never know. So try to have genuine interactions with people. Call your mother. Call your dad. Call your sister. Call your brother. Punch your cousin. Uh, hug your your niece. Um, visit your nephew. Leave a Facebook message on your cousin's wall. Send a postcard to your uncle. Send a telegram to your aunt. Um, send a tweet to your godfather. Send an instant message from whatever instant messenger service still exists to your godfather. Give people their flowers while they're still here because you never know when it's the time to go. You could be 24 or 90 years old. So, take a second and remember the good times and live for the moment for the rest of your life. But no, seriously, give people their flowers while they're here. Let people know what they mean to you while they're still here. Please do so. You won't regret it. Words of wisdom for the day. Um. Um. I'm, I'm trying to think. What would my words of wisdom for the day be? Normally, I can come up with something. Let me see if I can come up with something else. Words of wisdom for the day. This is a reach, but here you go. Words of wisdom for today. Let people know what you're thinking. For example, Aaliyah this morning said, Daddy, I don't want to wear these shoes because I get mulch in my shoes when I'm on the playground. I have to keep stopping and taking the mulch out of my shoes. Because she told me that, we were able to find her another pair of shoes to wear that were better suited for her playground activities. Now with that said, I want y'all to know It's important to speak your mind, man. If it's in your relationship, in your friendship, in your with your family, um, with your coworkers, with your job, even if it's just an interaction with, I don't know, 
like you're you're at the store and you you feel like oh i gave you a 10 but you only gave me back two bucks when i only spent like two bucks hey you owe me some change there, there's nothing wrong with saying hey I, I think you messed up you know speak your mind because if you don't speak your mind nobody knows what you're thinking there's no matt parkman's out here and yes you can tell i've been watching heroes there's no matt parkman's out there reading people's minds people can kind of guess what you're thinking you can know someone so well that you know what they're thinking but but I mean, you, you got to speak up, man. You, you got to let people know how you feel. Even if you're afraid you're going to hurt somebody, don't hold it inside. You're only hurting yourself. And then ultimately, you'll be hurting somebody else in the long run by not telling them things sooner. So speak your mind and speak your truth. Words of wisdom for today. Apologies, the Markel faults. You're still trash. See what happens this upcoming season. Um... Hmm. Trying to think, is there anything else? Anything else you want to say? You know, something compelling? You know, something that people would like and want to hear me say? I don't know. Something that a compelling protagonist would say? But I'm not handsome, babe, you know? I don't know. Try to keep working on it. Yeah, there you go. Why do I have a podcast? That's. I literally sit here and do dumb shit like this the whole time. Oh, man. Appreciate each and every single one of y'all to take time and listen to my episodes, man. It means the world to me. It means the world that you're sitting here and tuning in and listen to me talk about Deadpool and Jessica Jones and sit here and listen to me talk about September 11th and then turn around and tell you how somebody's wing order can determine what kind of person someone is that that's what we do here at hyphen nation and i'm glad to bring it to you guys so i say all that to say this thanks y'all can y'all tell i just got off work Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid an exposure.